Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. It's another edition, indeed, of Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski, the Breeze Man. Mike the Cap Kapler is with me, and we've got uh, some great stuff to talk about, as usual, uh, on this edition of Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, directing your friends as well to our website, growingingrace.org, where they can listen to a whole bunch of our past episodes. We've done well over 300 of them by now. Check that out, growingandgrace.org. And again, like I said, if you'd like to, if you have a friend maybe that uh, you want to introduce them to the gospel message, the pure gospel of God's grace, you know, direct them over to us. And it's not your responsibility if they listen or not, but at least you've, you know, you've helped them. You've given them some direction in a place to go. And of course, there are many, many other great resources out there on the internet uh, with the grace of God, many great people who are teaching and sharing this, this gospel of God's grace. Great uh, things are happening in the body of Christ worldwide as God gets his message, his message of his very own grace out to uh, people in the world. Yeah, and we're just excited to be able to communicate through this medium, too, um, through growingandgrace.org. As we move forward from where we've come from here in the last few weeks, Joel talking about the will of God. Last week, we, we talked about some specifics regarding using an excuse sometimes to try to figure out the will of God when... We were talking specifically about the will of God having been revealed. It was a mystery. Now it's been revealed, the will of God being Christ in us, rather than rules and commandments and regulations, uh, trying to live moral principles, those kinds of things. And so let's let's bounce from there for a minute here, Joel. So do, you asked the question uh, at the end of last week's program, is there a place uh, in the Christian life for you know rules, guidelines uh, on how to live, or, or principles on, on how we should perform in this Christian lifestyle. Mm-hmm, yeah, and, and here's where, where I'll kind of start with that, where my thought processes go with, with this anyway. A lot of my experience in the church, in the Christian church here in the United States, and I'm, I would guess it's the same way in many places around the world, is that a preacher will get up, a pastor will get up every Sunday, and he'll have a new topic for that week. The, a topic of, you know, how to be a better husband, or the topic of how to walk in the will of God, or how to uh, how to do this, how to do that, and he'll teach a set of principles or applications. And i got to say, in, in a lot of ways, usually it's not necessarily—well, not, not usually, it all depends on the church, but it's not necessarily bad stuff. Uh, but is that the purpose for a pastor? Is that the purpose for us when we get together as the body of Christ, whether it's in a small group setting or in a church setting in some sort of an assembly? Is the purpose of our meetings— to learn a bunch of different principles and rules and regulations that we need to live by. And where I would go with that is that, you know, I see Paul doing that in some t- you know, sometimes he'll, he'll be addressing a certain situation, like with the Corinthian church and the various sins, you know, that they were committing, or the Galatian church where they were um, falling back upon the law, and he would share some things with them. And in his personal letters to Timothy, he would share some things, but... That's not what was primarily on Paul's mind. 
Paul's mind when he when he preached or when when he wrote his epistles was what we were talking about here last the last couple of weeks the will of God being Christ in us he wanted everything that he said to point to Christ see so he didn't just preach rules and principles it's not like Paul said, hmm, I'm going to write this epistle, and, uh, well, these Christians, they're in their life in Christ here. They need some principles and, and applications to live by. So here, mm, let me write these down. Wasn't that anything like that, but rather he was addressing certain situations in churches, but overall, his purpose was to point to Christ. That was the purpose of everything. Everything that Paul did and said and wrote was to point back to Christ all the time. Yeah, because throughout time, there have been cultures and religions, sometimes they interact with each other, that have tried to live by some sort of moral code. And a lot of it could have been connected directly or indirectly to the commandments and, and the law. Now, a lot of that sometimes gets distorted throughout different religions and so forth and the way people approach it. But this has been going on for a long, long time. It's not something new. And in Christianity and churchianity, we've picked up on it too. And sometimes, sometimes we've missed the entire point of the gospel because if we're just going back to building a foundation off of trying to live a moral lifestyle, there are a lot of people who do not claim to have any kind of faith or connection or interaction with, with Christ who are also trying to do that. You mm -hmm. know, people who who have nothing to do with Christianity or God's Son, Jesus Christ, and they don't want to have anything to do with them, but they may still believe in some sort of a moral code that, that may even surpass what some of what we Christians think or believe or, or act on. And so it's not about the moral code. It's not about trying to live right. When, when people are approaching this Christian life from that perspective, then we miss the point of the gospel. I'm not trying to uh, live up to a standard that is supposed to be handed down to me because I'm a Christian. I may be living out of the life that God has given me, and out of that, good things may come out of it, because I'm living by faith in the one who died for me. I'm not trying to live in a way that is going to somehow seek his approval. Right, exactly. I mean, that I'm, really... I'm pre-approved, pre Joel. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. You are you are pre-approved and accepted, not because of anything you do. And that this is this really gets to the core of it, to the heart of it, is that life in Christ isn't about what we do. Yes, indeed, there is fruit. We've talked about this in the past. You know, the, the fruit of the spirit and and walking in the spirit, walking in step with God. There's stuff that happens. There's stuff that comes out of that that flows naturally out of our life in Christ. But uh, when we make the life in Christ all about rules and principles that we need to live by, the problem with that is that we miss Christ. <laughs> we often will replace Christ with a moral code, as Cap is talking about, with rules and principles for Christian living. And they might sound good, they might be good things. I want to be a, a better husband, a better father, in, in the respect of Sure, I, I fall short in my, quote, performance in those areas, but that's not what life in Christ is about. That's the thing. If As I focus not on rules and principles and on applications, but as I focus on Christ himself, those things naturally 
come out of me. I've found that to be true in my life. There were so many times when I, I struggled as a husband, as a father, as a co-worker at work, and, and as a friend to people. And it's not as if I perform perfectly in those things now, but I've seen things change in my life, not because I set out to try to follow certain rules and principles to make myself a better Christian, but it's because the focus in my life has changed from performance to Jesus Christ himself, Christ in me, my hope of glory. That is what the focus is in our lives. And when we make it about rules and principles, again, those can become law in and of themselves, and they can end up, even though we have good intentions, they can end up ruining a person's life because as well as intentioned as they are, they fall short, condemnation comes in, and uh, feeling a lack of closeness to God, all that comes in when, as you said, Cap, we are already approved, we're pre-approved, we're already accepted by God, we don't live to try to attain anything from Him, but we live from the acceptance in Him that we already have. Yeah, otherwise, you know, if you try and do it the other way around, and, and it's sometimes it's hard to differentiate for people, I mean, I, I would sometimes hear sermons today, Joel, that five or ten years ago, I wouldn't have thought too much about it. But now I, I see sometimes a great thing could be said from the Bible teacher. They're, you know, right on the money. And then all of a sudden they kind of turn it back around again. And if you if you look for it in, in a lot of churches or, or Bible teachers, uh, you can pick up on it pretty easy if you're really growing in grace because all of a sudden it gradually gets turned around to falling back on us again, the responsibility of trying to live right, and that somehow this is what's going to help make us acceptable. And, you know, you, you might even hear something that sounds good. It just sounds right. Like, uh, well, if, if you blow it, if you do the wrong thing, if you sin, then just go hang that on the cross. Take it to God, confess it, and hang it on the cross. Well, you don't have to do that. I mean, that's symbolic of, of old covenant uh, methods of, of sorts. To go back and to confess your sin, sometimes we're just leaving the animal sacrifice out of it, but we're going back through some of the same routines, asking God for something, seeking approval from God, forgiveness from God. All of those things have already been provided to us through Christ. And I don't know why we can't get that. It's just something. That's why we continue to talk about these things here on Growing in Grace, because it's just so, I don't know what it is about the flesh that just makes us want to get sucked back into that again, into something that really isn't gospel. And so, you know, I, I was just looking through something here in Romans, if I can bounce on it here real quick. In Romans chapter 7, Paul was talking about how we have been freed from the law and uh, are now in, in Christ, and, and the, some of the things that the, the law actually enticed us to sin and aroused sinful passions. And, uh, but he, he said something here, because you were talking about bearing fruit. He said, but sin, taking opportunity by the commandment, produced in me all manner of evil desire, for apart from the law, sin was dead. But before that, he said something, that sinful passions were aroused by the law, they were at work in our members of our body to bear fruit to death. So there's sometimes a lot of fruit bearing going on out there with well-meaning people who are still, instead of being immersed in the life of Christ or living from that, they're still tied to living from uh, rules and regulations that Christ wiped out at the cross. So 
Yeah, there's fruit bearing going on, but sometimes it's it's fruit that's uh, fruit bearing to death, as Paul said in Romans seven. Wow, yeah, that's well said, and that might not be well received by some people because hey, I'm doing good, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, living this Christian life like a good person, but like you say, it could be fruit unto death. The law itself, you know, when people are trying to follow the law themselves, and and you mentioned Cap. The, the whole idea of going—it's it's not that we're necessarily going back to the animal sacrifices, and it's not that we're going back to—I mean, for some people, it's not as if they're going back to trying to follow the Ten Commandments, but trying to live by rules and principles and any moral code that we can come up with in the Church— can have exactly the same effect. That might be what you were saying there, sort of. But those rules and principles, even if we realize we're not under the law, we're under grace, we can still find ourselves being led to death, so to speak, by trying to follow rules and principles and, again, missing Christ altogether. We can find ourselves under condemnation and we can find ourselves bearing, like, I, I like how you said that, bearing fruit unto death even if our intentions are the best. Well, like you said, Joel, there are people out there who say, I'm, I'm trying to do all the right stuff. I'm doing it, I'm doing it. Remember this, the Christian life is not about doing, it's about being. And we'll talk more about what we mean with that next week right here on Growing in Grace. Same bad time, same bad channel, growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.